0: Well, if you had hopes for the 2022 season, the 2021 Angels called and they want their hopes back. (laughs) We've (laughs) lost 11 straight, friends, 11 straight games. That's why John's wearing his trout farm hat. Hopefully that brings the mojo that we need. John and I are going to recap the weekend. We're going to answer all of your Halo questions. And we're going to tell you when the Angels will win again. You're locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked on Angels.
1: You are Locked On Angels, your
0: daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Those listening on the audio side, please rate and review the pod. And if you're watching on the video side, you can subscribe and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game is starts.
1: Hello, thank you for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels. You're locked on with the Frisch brothers, Mike and John, the Super Halo Bros. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. There's not much to talk about other than everything. <laughs>
0: I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? And you are
1: one pathetic loser.
0: All the way through the show, we're just going to have to have loser references. Feel free, if you're watching this, to drop a couple of comments as well. Your favorite, your best loser reference, and we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. (laughs)
1: That's great. Man, just when we thought that we could turn things around, we head to Philadelphia. They just fired their manager, Joe Girardi, thinking, hey, that's not great for culture. That's not great for a team uh, enthusiasm. And what do they do? They sweep us, Michael. And I'll tell you, uh, I I did not
0: expect that. I thought that we would at least be competitive. I thought that maybe we would at least get one win. I thought maybe <laughs> two wins. And and it was just one pathetic weekend. It really
1: was terrible. Yeah, Friday was not anything to write home about. Chase Silseth was... Not great, and he's going to be sticking around in this rotation for at least one more start, according to Joe Madden, if he sticks around that long. <coughs> but uh, <laughs> they just were terrible. Ten, yeah. 10 nothing. Friday night. It was really bad. really it was awful. Bad.
0: It was awful. I even watched Stranger Things on Friday night. I turned the game off and decided to watch Netflix because <laughs> I was over that. And then in the game, it just felt like it got worse. Taylor Ward, his right hamstring tightened up, and we mm-hmm. we did get a note uh, yesterday that he is going on the IL, and we'll talk about Joe Adele coming up, which I think is a great move. But here's the thing that really frustrated me on Friday night is not yeah. only are we battling the opponents, and not only are we battling ourselves, but John, Ramon DeJesus was the ump in that game. Yeah. He had a 76% call called strike accuracy.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Can you, I mean, can you tell that I'm losing it? I'm wearing the, the trout farm hat. I'm losing my mind here. <laughs> I think we all
0: are, man. And then it didn't get any better because then you moved to Saturday and immediately we're down 5 nothing.
1: Yeah. immediately. I don't know what happened there, but the crazy thing is that Lorenzen settled in. He gave up those five runs and then kind of cruised through the next a few innings and it was a typical Lorenzen start. He went five and two thirds, five hits, five walks, five runs. And a lot of that came in the first inning. Those, those five runs did, but then the, the, the damage throughout nine Ks. That was great, man. He just like did, was there a different guy? in the first inning was there a low-key imposter instead of Michael Lorenzen out there I wonder if
0: he had the yips you ever heard of the yips where you just like you just can't like Chuck Knobloch had that years ago when he played second base for the Yanks he just couldn't throw it to first and then it's happened with other players pitchers who couldn't throw to first base on a ground ball and I I wonder if that just was a, a nervous energy that he had and the Phillies seem to be figuring him out. You did tweet out that it seems like we're, we're, we're being figured out. Like the, the tape has been passed along the league and, and they are not swinging at anything that is not in the strike zone. And they're swinging at everything in the strike zone. And, and it, Friday and Saturday looked like the Angels had been figured out. But could I just note that this is Jared Walsh's team. Yeah, no kidding. This is Jay Walsh's team. That guy (laughs) is hustling. That guy had a hustle double on Friday. He had another big game on Saturday and – that guy needs to be our hero. Like he should make the all-star game just because he has not sucked in the last 11 games. He has held his own and we are, he's the reason why we have actually been competitive. And so big high five from lockdown angels to Jay Walsh. We are always fans and we'll continue to be fans. Thanks for hustling. We appreciate that. Walsh
1: mania, nobody
0: else is hustling. Nobody else is doing great. Everybody else sucks. So Walsh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) we love you, right? Even in that loss on Sunday, Jerry, Walsh is able to take a second bag because that ball skips away from the shortstop, and he hustles to second. Yeah, and then he gets to third, and he scored on that because he got himself into scoring position. Yeah, and it was the it was made all the difference in the world that he got to that second bag. It was the insurance run. That's what it was. And the marsh was behind him. Yeah, and so man, it (laughs) he's the only one who seems to care right now, but we had some pregame notes. Ward went to the injured list, the ten day list, and they brought up Joe Adele, which you and I have been clamoring for. Finally. And you know where they put him, Mike? They put him in right field. And how did he do? Where he's most comfortable. He did well. Yep. Spectacular. Yep. He even even Mark Goobazan noted that he gets better reads off of the bat in right field, which Gooby Agreed with us. Yeah. Yeah. What a genius, huh? What a genius he is and what a genius we are. The Angels were up five nothing at one point. Yeah, then it was six two. Yeah. And then Bryce Harper hit that grand slam off of Ricella Glacius, which he kind of felt like was gonna happen. Yeah. And why Joe Madden doesn't walk and do the Corey Seeger treatment to Bryce Harper and <laughs> take the run, I don't know. He said he counted on his closer, but it sure. wasn't a it wasn't the ninth. It was the eighth. Right. But then because uh Aaron Loop was out there. There was an error from Matt Duffy, sailed it over Tyler Wade's head. That would have got them out of the inning. Duffy comes back and gets the go-ahead run. Right. So it's like, all right, all right. He picked himself up. That's great. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, Rysell gets two outs. Jimmy Hergett comes in, gives up a home run to this Bryson Stott. Yeah. Bryson. (laughs) (laughs) What a jerk. (laughs) Who had his first career home run on Friday hits a walk-off home run, his second career home run against us on Sunday, and it's just like, what are we doing? What yeah. are we even doing? Like I even thought, "Hey, it's Jimmy Herger. He's been great." Right. But like I said, we're cursed. The, the baseball gods hate us. Uh, Joe Madden didn't tip his Starbucks barista. He did <laughs> somebody did something <laughs> wrong somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And we're paying the price for it. Well, you know, if I, if my math is correct, over the last
0: 11 games, we we should have won I think 4 of those games because yeah. we were leading Agreed. and the bullpen was coming in. And so, yeah, 4 and 7 is not a great 11-game stretch, but it's better than 0 and 11, right? And so, <laughs> that's the thing. Like that game on Sunday was was very winnable. The first two games were not cuz we got no. down immediately, but the game on Sunday was ours. I mean, we were 5-nothing. And so, right. the fact that we can't hold that is 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 concerning, right? And then the question yeah. is, when will we win again, Jonathan? Win? will the Angels win again?
1: Well, good news is is that we have the uh, Red Sox who are on the rise coming to town, and then after them, we have the uh, AL East first place team, the Mets, and shortly after that, we head over up the five to Dodger Stadium for some games of the Dodgers. So, just two of the three best teams in the league, and possibly the third best team with the Red Sox trending upwards, so you know how that goes. Fantastic! <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic! <laughs> Well, coming
0: up on Locked On Angels, we're going to open up the mailbag because you had a lot of questions, you have a lot of anger, and we're going to help you walk through that. John and I are going to give you our thoughts to your questions. But first, Locked
1: On Angels is brought to you by Athletic Greens, Jonathan. Yes, it is. We all want to be healthy, better gut health, more energy-optimized immune system, but we don't want to take pills and vitamins every single day. So what do we do? This is where Athletic Greens can help. Athletic Greens, or AG1, is a supplement that actually tastes great. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. AG1 costs you less than $3 a day, you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, talking to myself there. (laughs) Go to athleticgreens.com today and start choosing better health. And when you order today, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health.
0: Well, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. And we do have an important favor to ask of you. We've put together a survey so that we can learn more about listeners like you and how to make your favorite podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to lockedonpodcast.com survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and I actually took it myself and I can attest. It won't take very long. Super easy. And everyone that completes the survey, except for me, can qualify for a <laughs> chance to win one of ten $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. You can go to the movies. You can go to a game. To take this survey, go to lockedonpodcast.com
1: survey and we really appreciate your help. We're, we're going to jump right into our mailbag with a voicemail from a friend of ours, Mr. David Brun. Here we go.
2: I, it's Sunday afternoon. The Angels just lost their 11th in a row on a walk-off after we had a good lead. Pretty mad. Um, wanted to get you guys' take. Uh, you think Madden will make it through the All-Star break, or is this kind of enough-enough? I, I agree with you guys. The starting pitching is getting hooked way too early. Seems like no one can make it more than a couple innings. Um, Also, I don't know if it's just me. I don't remember a losing streak this long in my lifetime, or at least since I can remember. I don't know if you guys could. And then also, what the heck is going on with Trout? He's 0 0 for last, I don't know, 20-something. I don't remember a a skid this bad with him either. So anyways, uh, I just need someone to be mad with me more more of an emotional support thing. So appreciate you, dudes. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: All right. So uh, everybody that has left like a tweet or a voicemail, John and I, we know you're mad. And so we're just going to, we're going to toast to you. Take a drink, Johnny. Here you go.
1: <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Because, uh, you know, nothing's off limits right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Davey, well, I mean, great question. I, I personally think that if Joe Madden is not let go today, Monday, then i think he makes it to the all-star game. I think that if they're gonna if they're gonna make a move, they got to do it right now. If they don't make a move, then i think he'll make it to the all-star break. What do you think, John?
1: Joe Madden is his own worst enemy, and there's no reason he should have been in this position, and i don't think you can lose 11 in a row with this team. Maybe last year's team, the team before that, the team before that, but with this year's team, come on. It's time it's it's he's not gonna make it to the all-star break. Okay? If and i agree with you. I think if they are gonna make a move, it's gonna be. It, it felt like it was gonna to be today. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, we're we're this is preempted, so to speak. But we'll yeah. see what happens.
0: Well, they're back home, and I think that then there's a conversation that he has yeah. with, you know, Perry and the leadership, and I think that if they're gonna make that move, they make that move. And I, and I know that the Phillies were playing us, but you you saw the impact of getting rid of your manager and how that yeah. kind of sparked the team. And luckily it was the worst team in baseball at the time that had this losing streak that came in that the Phillies were able to beat up on. And maybe this is the move that we need to make. Cause something's got to give, right?
1: Something's got to give a uh, 2016 team had 11 losses in a row and the longest streak in angels history actually goes from the end of one season to the next. I believe it was 88 to 89. It was 13 losses in a row so the longest single season streak we've met it we're at 11 yeah so and we're all gotta give that's why (laughs) that's why I'm wearing the trout hat trout hat all the all the help we can get speaking of trout uh he just said that his his timing's off he spoke about it and said that he's catching up to the fastball he's late and uh maybe he needs more batting practice with Beckham I mean yeah (laughs) we saw that worked out last time something there right yeah. So I'm just not sure. I mean, I'm I'm not worried about Trout. Yes, it's frustrating that he's got the longest offer of his career, but that's why we're losing too. That's right. why we are 0 and 11 because right. Trout's not contributing. Um, otani has been helpful, but uh, has also struggled a bit, and and the pitching. So yeah. it, I'm not worried about Trout. He'll he'll get back to it. It is frustrating, and and you see him hitting some of those those balls in and they look good off the bat and then they're just fly outs. And so I, I, I have hope that he's catching up to, to where he needs to be. Yeah. Let's go to this question at Eric Luna underscore 2022 or 22. We've been swept three or four series now. Now it's four or four series. Uh, this came in before the Philly series. Hmm. Who's to blame for this monster slide. And do you think it's time to move on from, Madden. Now, before we answer that, Mike, there's a couple of other people. Obviously, this is the hot topic. It's all about Joe Madden and the coaching at Ken underscore Kiyama says, I'm not quite on the fire Joe Madden train yet, but I'm standing at the station with a ticket (laughs) (laughs) at Turbos Lady ninety four ninety three Lisa Turk on Twitter. She said, uh, if Perry went a different managerial direction, who would you all pick? Bobby Valentine, maybe a newer, younger guy. And then at Steve Hahn on Twitter, he said that if the Angels make a, a move, is there anyone on the staff like mm. Ray Montgomery or uh, Gallego or something like that? Um, and then he added, do we make a move on Matt Wise as well? Um, and why can't we find a replacement for Mike Sosha.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about Joe, right? We've talked about we think that he mm-hmm. should be let go. I, I'm, I'm convinced of that. I think that anybody that replaces Joe is going to be a part-time position, at least for this season. I don't think they hire a new manager until the yeah. offseason. So uh, you and I have talked about Ray Montgomery and why he's in the dugout. I think Ray is Perry's guy. And if yeah. Perry wants to find out what Ray can do – then I think that this would be an opportunity for Ray to prove himself. There was a situation similar to this in 1997 with the Florida Marlins. I was going to ask
1: you about this. Yeah, yeah.
0: and their, their manager got fired. And Jack McKeon, who was like 170... Smoking uh, cigars in the dugout. <laughs> yeah, and they ended up winning the World Series that year. I think they only won like 92 games, which is great. But they weren't like a really strong team. I think they were a wild card team. They ended yeah. up winning the World Series that year. And it was really sparked by McKeon taking over. He kind of had a different approach a laid-back approach compared to who they had in the dugout before that and so I this might be another moment where Ray Montgomery can have an opportunity to prove himself I think if we bring in anybody I think we got to bring in somebody that's going to be a bit of a fire starter. I've been an advocate for Darren Erstad. I thought he was a (laughs) great player for us, and he was a great coach in Nebraska. I don't know all the details of why he was let go, but I I think that we need somebody like an Erstad. I only think he'll last probably three or four years because he probably will wear out his welcome with his fieriness, but it feels like we need somebody that isn't going to say, what do you want me to say to these guys? How do you yeah. want me to talk to these guys? Yeah, we, here, right. Joe, we need you to fire him up, man. We need yeah, you to like. you're the one in charge up. of that.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you need to change the vibe and do something because this isn't working. At out. Andrew Izzle on Instagram said, Who's getting canned first? Would love to see Perry control and start bringing in his own guys. Well, it's, it's going to start with Madden. And you're already starting to see the process of Perry bringing in his own guys with somebody like a Ray Montgomery. And then the countless staff who aren't on the field but are – you know, working with the players off the field or the front office staff. Perry's already begun this process. He yes. has already put his his stake in the ground with the Angels, and so we thought that maybe we were having a good season with who we had there, but I can bet you that a lot of this, especially with Madden being in his last year of the contract, a lot of this gets dismantled, and, and Perry gets to bring in the rest of the crew that he wants to bring in.
0: This is probably driving him nuts, to be honest with you, because as you mentioned, you, you should not lose 11 a row with this team. This team should not be this terrible. And and Perry's made some great moves to bring in some really great players. And the fact that we are where we're at right now, if I'm Perry, I'm frustrated. And if I'm Perry, I'm really upset. And if I'm Perry, I'm making a move and I'm making a move today.
1: Yeah, agreed. Uh, these are kind of similar questions at Starby888 and at CMU51. What in your opinion needs to change? Please be specific. Coaching changes, Bad, better scouting, more BP, lineups, call-ups, leadership. Not just fire Madden or already sell the team, which is what everybody likes to say. <laughs> yeah, right. And then uh, considering coaching changes, this is from cmu 51 this point not sure what it is, but nothing is working and something needs to change. Well, the first question, better scouting, more BP, lineups, call-ups, the guys haven't been taking BP because they're tired, is words that came out of Joe Madden's mouth. Interesting. And Yeah, and Trout finally took some on the field on Sunday. But what other than an injury... Ca- causing Joe Adele to come up. What has Joe Madden done, Mike, with this lineup? Has he moved people around? Matt Duffy's leading off yeah. because Taylor Ward's hurt, and yeah. he's playing third for Anthony Rendon. That's a fine move. Right. But he only, Joe Adele only came up out of necessity. He, right. In fact, Perry or Joe even said he's here because Taylor's hurt. Like he wouldn't be here if he wasn't hurt. And what, yeah. what kind of inspiration is that? What kind of confidence is that in somebody? And and Joe came up and played a fine game on Sunday. Wasn't out of this world, but it wasn't a disaster class like sometimes that we've seen. Yeah. He even had a great throw from right field to third base and almost got the runner out, which I've seen him do. He did that against the Padres last season. I just I haven't seen any lineup movement. I haven't seen Trout dropping to cleanup. I right. haven't seen you know what I mean? Like, where's where is the shakeup? Like you you you've lost eleven in a row. Yeah. When do you begin to Call up a Stefanik mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Uh, a David McKinnon who's crushing it right now in AAA. Like, yeah. when do you begin to make those moves? It should have been five games ago. Yeah, six games ago. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the kinds of things that I think that I would I would want to change in the immediate. Now, long term, we'll get into a little bit more of that long term conversation. But how Joe has not shaken up any part of this team in the last two weeks is beyond me.
0: Yeah. To the first question, I I think that you have a leadoff hitter in the lineup currently that is not batting leadoff and I don't know why. His name is Mike Trout. I think Mike Trout needs to bat leadoff and here's why. He is not clutch. Let's just be honest. He is Mm. not clutch. And even in that game when they were coming back and I think it was against the Yanks, they were coming back and and looks like they were going to score. They ended up loading the bases. Trout did get hit. Now, mind you, Mm -hmm. that's not his fault, right? But in those moments, Trout either gets hit or he walks. He does not get a hit. He does not coming through clutch. He hasn't at least this year, right? And so I think that you put Mike Trout at the top of the lineup because he's drawing walks, he's getting on base, and then it gives opportunities for the people behind him, maybe Shohei, Jared Walsh, and whoever else you got there. I think that it gives them opportunities to drive in some runs. I think Matt Duffy leading off is just, oh, I guess we're going to put him here. I don't know where to put him. I think that (laughs) you got to have Trout leading off, and I would move Shohei down to three, and I would have Walsh bat maybe four or five, and then Uh just piece it through maybe even have like an Adele back cleanup right and but I think Trout's got to lead off out of necessity because he's the one that's getting on base and he's just not coming through with runners on so let's let's shake that up a bit give him the the
1: Justin Upton treatment that we saw work last year yeah I don't know why like why is Joe so slow to make a change when he did stuff like that last season. I'm not sure what that's about. I'm not either. Uh, at underscore Marco Polo underscore on Twitter. He says, I honestly believe we're cursed at this point, guys. It's crazy. This team has been bad for this long. Every player the Halo signed turns out to be a bust. Hamilton, Pujols, Upton, and now Rendon. Not to mention every pitcher they've signed. What do you guys think? Well, I'm not quite sold out on on Rendon. I think the, the injuries are frustrating. I think that things might have gone a bit different this week weekend if if he was there and even in the Yankees series but you're right like these are all big signings that didn't pan out for us Justin Upton was a good move in 2016 2017 when we did it because we had no left fielder for years and the guy was riding hot and we traded for him that was a great trade yeah and then we paid him uh, and we just paid him a little too long yeah too many years so Hamilton bust Pujols obviously not St. Louis holes.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so the best the best signing we've ever had was Vlad Guerrero. And, and he is mm. w- when you look at the history of the Angels and signing free agents they've never been great at signing free agents I mean go, let's go way back for a moment Get, take, take me back in the DeLorean for a minute like they signed <laughs> Gary Gaetti. Gary yeah. Gaetti played third base for us he had a great career with the Twins before that when he left he had a great career with the Kansas City Royals in between he sucked for us and then if you go back <laughs> before that um, um, who's the Hall of Fame lefty uh, Reggie Jackson he played yeah. for the Yankees and the A's was incredible had one good year He signed this huge contract. Gene Autry signed him. One good year for us. The rest of the years, he sucked. And so we've just not been good at signing free agents. And so I think that there is some legitimacy to that question. But more importantly, we need to have somebody that's going to evaluate those decisions and not find us in a position where we're getting stuck again with somebody who sucked.
1: Sucks. (laughs) All right, let's get one last question in this segment right here. uh, Michael, Michael Torres, how much of this skid is on the coaching staff? Versus needing an offensive spark via an Adele-Stefanic call-up? Both. Yeah, I think that Adele is kind of that spark. It was a out-of-necessity move. But bring some different voices into the conversation. Bring some different players onto this team and see what they can do. Now, we've advocated for Joe Adele to be on this team weeks ago yep, and it didn't happen and that was the first time Taylor Ward was hurt and now that he's here I mean it's as many as, as many different voices and opinions that you can get in that clubhouse right now the better because I think that they're having an awful time and, and that can't be a very fun clubhouse right now yeah Well, Locked On Angels is
0: brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sport in, sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, the news, the odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course the latest from fighting news in MMA and UFC, even to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting. Esports and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and actions. Bet online is where the game starts.
1: We know that this is a frustrating conversation, but just so you know, we love answering your questions. Yes. It is a lot of fun for Mike and I, so keep on sending them. Uh, next up, here is our next voicemail.
2: Hey, how's it going, guys? Love what you guys are doing with the podcast. Uh, my name's Rob Foreman. So I know the Angels has been on a little bit of a losing streak. Um, hear me out. Maybe there's something going on in the clubhouse. Maybe there's some fantasy uh, football, fantasy baseball things going on. Mike shot the commissioner, and they're all involved in that uh, Tommy Sam situation. You know? Uh, you never know. But uh, I hope things start turning around.
1: Um, yeah, man. So uh, go Halos. <laughs> Yes, Rob. Thank you for that voicemail. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the the Halos are fighting over their... Fantasy baseball, and and they're all in that league that Tommy Pham was upset about. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. all losing money. <laughs> uh, all I got to say is
0: we're stri- we're reaching now because we just don't know. So that, that deserves another... I'm, I'm going to give you a toast, Rob.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I thought it was a good point because I think if you go back to just maybe there's something going on in the clubhouse. Yeah. What's the clubhouse culture right now? Right. It's got to be terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And we've heard from people who are around the Angels that Mike Trout has become this locker room leader, but... When you're struggling as the locker room leader, how do you inspire others? Can you do that? Will you do that? Is Mike Trout still too reserved to step up and be the leader? Honestly, Jared Walsh feels like a leader to me. He does. He feels like an outspoken leader to me. So in terms of culture, I think that Rob, I don't know if it's the fantasy football thing. It's a good point, though. I think think Rob is identifying something in this team in that what's going on in that locker room because it's not good. Right. now, Agreed. Let's go to our last voicemail, and then we have a few more questions to get to.
2: Okay. Hey, this is David Nazaro. I'm calling you from San Mateo, which is up in the Bay Area. Love the show. Wanted to get your guys' thoughts on who our ace is going to be down the stretch. Looks like Patrick Sando- Sandoval has been having uh, quite a good year for us. I know Tawny and Syndergaard started out uh, pitching pretty well, especially Syndergaard, but haven't pitched as well as late like to get your thoughts on who you think should be number one on the bump going forward. Thank you. What do you think,
1: Mike? The best pitcher moving forward for the Halos? Yeah, man. If you want it to be Sandoval, you got to let him
0: go more than four and a third or four and two thirds. <laughs> and so I, that's the hard part to answer this question. I think it is Patrick Sandoval. I think that he has proven to be somebody that could really lead this starting rotation and, And the only issue is going to be what kind of hook he has. I think secondary is is Shohei Otani. And listen, I, I love Shohei and I love Mike Trout, but somebody tweeted out, how have you lost 11 games in a row with the two greatest players of all time on your team? Well, we have. And a part of it is because they haven't showed up. And, and I know you mentioned mm-hmm. that Shohei has kind of done well, but like we don't need Shohei to kind of do well. Like he's hitting right. two forty. No, I know, right? I know. And and then Mike Trout's over, right? And I love those two guys, and I think that they're awesome for the game, and I love their humility. But this can't happen on their watch. And if Shohei is going to also be an ace for us, he he can't be yanked after two and a third. He can't be yanked right. after three innings. He's got to stay in there and he needs to be able to dominate and given the opportunity to dominate similar to what happened with Lorenzen, right? He, he was able to yeah. stay in and he went another four and a third, five and a third innings after that first inning. Oh, I, I was
1: waiting for Joe, to, for Lorenzen to make one mistake same. and Joe to come get him. Oh, same. Ugh. Yeah. Cause I've just come to expect it at this point. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And and going back to the, the conversation about Syndergaard and Otani, if, if the Angels coaching staff has not had a conversation with those guys about tipping pitches after the two weeks that we've had, then something's wrong with his coaching staff yeah. because they need to be having those conversations. Yeah, if they're not seeing it, that's a problem. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Everyone else is seeing it but us. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, let's go to another question here we have from MannyMan2112. He says, realistically, what do you think the Angels' current lineup needs to do? What do you think Perry needs to do? Needs to do? That's a good question. Mike, I think that your Mike Trout in the leadoff spot answer was really strong because Mike needs opportunities to hit and get on base and doesn't need the pressure of batting third. Yeah. I, and I have always advocated for Trout to bat third. And now I'm changing my tune because of the situation sure. that he's in. Sure. And as far as Perry goes, I mean, they should have had a conversation when that plane landed on Sunday night. And if they haven't, then. We, I, I don't know. I just feel like we're going to wake up to some news at some point this week. I think That's so. That's all I think. I think so. Does Stefanik <laughs> play third base? Do you know if he plays third base? I know he was second, but does he play third? I don't know if he can play third. I, I think they've tried him out, but when we talked to Lindsey Crosby, they said that his arm might not be strong enough to do That's right. third base. That's right. Third base. I'm so. just thinking out loud
0: because I think uh, he needs to be at second base then. Like, I uh, give me give me Stefanik at second base and, and get yeah. rid of Renhefo and, and Tyler Wade. <laughs>
1: Over it. Over it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. From at Mike Gillespie, he says, at what point are the Angels going to look to move off of Rendon and try to plug Ward in at third? What do you think we could potentially target with a package surrounding Rendon? Uh, my first response to that is Ward's moved around enough. Yes, 100% And I agree. think he's finally set his feet in the outfield. Now, I have advocated that Joe Adele gets to play right. And Ward could play left because that means that Joe Adele would see the ball much better. But I understand Taylor Ward's the better player, and so he's going to have more opportunity uh, when he wants it. But, yeah, I I don't see these guys moving on from Rendon. I don't think anybody would want Rendon right now. And if yeah. you don't have Rendon, then who plays third base? Because right. right now it's Matt Duffy. Right. And if it's not Matt Duffy, then it's going to be Jack Mayfield. Right. <laughs> Until one of these guys from AAA or AA is ready to come up full-time, which could be the move, the play. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that you try to get rid of Rendon right now. So. Right.
0: No, I appreciate the thought. I appreciate the creativity, though. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. trying to think out of the box. He even said, trying to stay positive. So, Mike, we yeah. appreciate that, too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Mike. Thanks for that. Uh, this next one comes from at Christian Sito underscore on Instagram. Is this a 10-game losing streak? This was obviously before 11 games. Or only a slump? Or is this the tone for the remainder of the season? Well, we're not going to lose every game. It feels like we will, but we're not going to lose every game. But this is a make-or-break point for the Angels. Their attitudes, their willingness to go out there and hustle like Jared Walsh, their ability to recover from a streak like this. Man, as a fan, I would love to see these guys give their all against the Red Sox, the Mets, and the Dodgers because we were – among those teams at the beginning of this season. I yeah. was so looking forward to fighting and facing a competitive team like the Mets because both of us were experiencing such success for the first time at the same time. It was like, oh, that's gonna be a good series. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think everything that comes out of this 11 game losing streak is gonna set the pace forward. Not that we're gonna lose all the time, but how we respond to it, I think is gonna be yeah. key for sure.
0: The one thing that happens when we're in this position is it takes us back to the beginning of the year. We had no expectation that we were going to be a really, really great team. We had an expectation yeah. that we would maybe be competitive. What this does now, as we play the Sox, the Mets, and the Dodgers, is it I think it takes away the anxiety of like, oh man, we gotta we got to be in this because the, the Astros are creeping, or we need to catch up to the Astros. I think that mm-hmm. what it does now is we're going to go in and go, all right, let's just play, let's be who we are, let's swing the bats, yeah. let's throw the ball. And I think the anxiety is going to go away because – it, it can't get any worse than this, right? Yeah, you can get a bunch of losses in a row, but you've already lost 11. And so I think that they're at a place now where it's like, listen, we're going to go for it. We're going to play hard. And the expectation is gone, which I think is really good. Although if you want to be a really good team, you're going to need that expectation back sooner rather than later.
1: I'm starting to think we lost 11 because you watched Stranger Things on Friday. You know, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's it's Jeff Passan
0: who tweeted out 11 games ago you should keep an eye on the Angels and the oh, AOS, And we've passing. lost 11 in a row because of him. So he's Vecta. He's the one that's actually cursing us.
1: <laughs> we got 100% passing fruit. <laughs> yes. All yeah. right. Last two, Mike. Here we go. Uh, Angels <laughs> Angels above 500, please, on Twitter and at Shotani. Angels above 500 says, when will the pain end? Mm. And Shotani says, how do we remain Hopeful. I'm, uh, I'm I'm. toasting again. <laughs> There's the glass There's again. There's the glass again. I, I, at this point, we don't have any words.
0: We're just going to uh, toast to you. Here we go. Oh,
1: down the hatch again. Ah, it's flavored water, by the way. It's just, <laughs> mine, mine's vodka. Okay. No, I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling mom. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we had an episode on Super Halo Bros last season called How to Cheer for a Losing Team. Yeah. And it was all about looking toward the future and looking at who's coming up to help us out in the future down the road. And I think that at this point, that future is now. And if we're not moving guys up to help us out and contribute at the major league level, or at least give them a try, we've already done it with Silseth. We're doing it with Diaz. Like, let's try some more of these minor leaguers and see what they can bring to the team. So let's cross our fingers that the pain will end soon and that we can remain hopeful with who we have in our minor league system. Yeah.
0: Check out the Locked On MLB podcast with our friend Paul Francis Sullivan. We call him Soli, you can too. He has some really good perspective on the major leagues past and present. His podcast is free and it's available wherever you get podcasts.
1: Thank you for everybody who sent in questions at Locked on Angels on Twitter and also connected with Mike and I at Super Halo Bros on Instagram and Twitter. And also I fixed the voicemail number. I know I've shown it in the screen before <laughs> on on YouTube, but I realized today that there was a typo in the episode description. So if you tried to give us a call and couldn't get through, That was on me. Shame. So I'm I'm doing just as bad as the angels are right now. So if you want to give us a voicemail call, feel free to give us a call. The episode description number is correct now. Mike, what do we have on deck? For tomorrow
0: all right so this is going to be a really funny question because what if this team completely falls apart it already feels like it has what Fantastic. should the angels do well john and i will tell you which hard decisions the angels should make if they fall completely out of playoff contention that's coming up tomorrow Alrighty. well until that
1: conversation my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john and we'll see you right back here tomorrow for more locked on angels take care everyone